Thank you. Thank you for the feedback, thanks to which I know that my words are now disappearing somewhere in the space. Thanks to your feedback, I know that what I do matters. It matters because if I can encourage you to start improving your life on certain areas, then this is my mission. That's when it's being complete. I want you to know that I'm grateful that some of you take me for walks. Some of you are taking me for jogging and, or to the gym. Or you listen to me before you go to sleep. Thank you. For another reason too. Because thanks to this podcast, you're also supporting me. You're supporting me in something that was and something that I'm still working on that um, limits my my full potential. Hi, for those of you who are here for the first time, my name is Sylvia. I like to call myself a creative coach and my mission is to support you in really, truly seeing, acknowledging your full potential. Today, I'm inviting you to episode 9, The Subtle Art of Letting Go. In this episode, we will answer the question, why is it all for this letting go? What are the things that we can let go of? to live better lives. We will also see if it's for those who are strong or weak. We'll also see what to let in if we decide to let go of. And as you probably assume, I will give you this one tool that can be of help if you decide that you have things to let go of. At the beginning of this episode of Thriving Life, uh, I suggest that we start from answering why is it for this letting go? And we can look at it in two ways. Choose the one that um, sort of resonates with you more, that you understand more. So one way of looking at it is that imagine you have a, a bottle, okay? And this bottle is you. Now, if you want to 
introduce something new to your life, new experiences, new skills, new abundance, okay, or more abundance, I shall, I shall say. It makes sense that you empty the bottle with the things that you no longer need so that you can fill it in with the things that you want. Another way of looking at it is letting go lets us connect or maybe I should say reconnect to with our wisdom. It helps us to connect to the divine or higher power, whatever we call it. You can find your name for that. But what I mean is to let go of things that spoil your vibe, that spoil your energy, that make them make it to go off the track. the track that you would like to be at. Let's see what fills us that it's unwanted. Or maybe in a different way I should put it. Let's see what mm, fills our, our bottle unnecessarily. What are the things that stop us from really enjoying our existence. As I told you at the beginning, you are supporting me in letting go of this one thing through me recording this podcast and you giving me your feedback. I will start from perfectionism. I call it a killer of creativity. Um, the reason I'm starting with perfectionism is that I know it. I've been there. I've done that. As a as a young uh, being, <laughs> as a young girl, I was also having great marks at school. Great, great grades. That didn't change when I grew up. Um, I finished good uh, London University with merit. All my life was um, focused around being perfect or the desire of being perfect. Now, why I consider that a burden instead of the booster? of thriving life. Like I said, it kills the creativity because it is something that uh, stops me from sharing what I already know. Or, well, I'm at the stage where it doesn't stop me, but it did stop me for a long time. None of the, or most of my ideas were not good enough. Even when I was writing my thesis, the first or the second, it was 
Mm, I never felt uh, that the work that I was producing was good enough. Even though I, I, not always, but most of the time, had really great marks. Why I'm saying this feeling of perfectionism was stopping me. You're going to say, well, you, you had good marks. Yes, but at the same time, the price that I paid was really high. I was stressed when I, when I was even thinking about the project I was doing. I was, um, I was sabotaging myself. I was spending lots of time uh, for, on improving it, even though it was good enough already. In my professional life, I was doing the same. When I was a teacher <laughs> or when I was training people in companies or doing different projects, I used to confuse perfectionism with professionalism. The, the outcome was the same as when I was studying. The clients were happy, <laughs> but I was, I was drained. <laughs> I, was, um, I was doing the work double or triple. And um, what's more, I was losing different business opportunities because everything had to be perfect. There was little scope for this um, curiosity. Um, experimenting. Um, I'm sharing this with you because this um, this perfectionism <laughs> it's something that concerns many of us. I can see it now at the private sessions that uh, I have with you or at least with some of you uh, and I can see how this blocks you the way it's used to block me. What are other things that are a burden instead of a booster of thriving life? Okay, need to please people. <laughs> that would be number two if we had to give numbers. Need to please people. I mean, think about yourself. What things do you do that are in line with you and that come from you? And what things you do to please others? Again, I have lots of experience in, <laughs> lots of experience in pleasing others. Um, as many of us do. We, uh, I wouldn't like to generalize, but Many of us are taught to be good, are taught to be nice. We're being brought up to be people's pleasers. And nobody really is explaining that the, or maybe, let's go back. Nobody used to explain this, at least in my environment, that pleasing people needs to have certain limitations if some things are not in line with you and you do them only because uh, 
you are getting the appraisal from other people, this is not enough, good enough to be as a recipe for good, fulfilled life. The need to please, it comes from the, the desire of being accepted. It comes from the fear of being rejected, we can also say. The need to please people is very closely related also to comparison, which is another thing that stops us or hmm, slows down our uh, using our wisdom, implying our wisdom in life, in being brave. The comparison... Hmm, I would like to define it um, or explaining on this example. For those of you who like cars, okay, imagine we compare uh, Ferrari to or any sport car to um, a big uh, SUV. Okay, now to understand the how comparison makes really no sense is asking yourself what's better ferrari or suv well it depends where we are it depends what we currently need if we are driving ferrari at a nice wide uh, circuit that it's adjusted to this, to racing cars. Yes, we can go for Ferrari. We're going to be, uh, I love driving. <laughs> so that would be amazing, right? This would be something that, um, that matches our expectations. However, let's imagine that we're now up in the mountains. The, the roads are steep. Um, there is maybe some mud. <laughs> so are we really going to choose Ferrari? Of course not. We're going to choose SUV, 4x4, right? <laughs> and that's the same with us. Comparison of the two people doesn't make sense because everybody has different expectations, different needs. We have different purpose of our drive, of our ride, of the journey. What is another burden that we could let go of to fly higher? Toxic relationships. If you are surrounded with people, whether that be professionally or in your private sphere, check what your conversations are focused around. I will not go into hmm, too deep in this episode about um, into toxic relationships, but one of the hmm, or the, the basic signs that you are in a toxic relationship is that every time you finish talking to this person, you are less motivated. You have less energy to be, to produce, to 
do things. Um, you have less courage. To put it super short, toxic relationships evoke fear and not uh, being brave. Healthy, sound relationships encourage you to try to keep on moving further. And toxic relationships encourage something again that um, something that it's called self-doubt. If you have amazing ideas, if you're a creative person, if you have all those things, but you also have self-doubt, you will stop yourself from exposing and sharing your gifts. Self-doubt is only another tool for us to sabotage ourselves. Another amazing tool that will definitely stop your development will be looking after things that you have no control over. We've mentioned that in previous episodes that this is the easiest way of wasting time and wasting your energy. Worrying or dealing with things, thinking about them, about the things that you do not have any control over. Note, the things that block our development that we should let go of are perfectionism, the need to please everybody, comparison, toxic relationships, self-doubt, and putting attention on the things you have no control over. Is letting go the art of the weak or the strong people? Okay, let's start from what do you need to let go of things. You definitely need the courage. What you may feel, and if you use one of the, the blockages that we, we talk about, you definitely experience fear. So for you to transfer this fear into something that will be beneficial for you, it takes courage. So ironically, letting go demands, <laughs> requires you to be brave enough to do that. Hesse, a Swiss poet.
poet born in Germany in the 19th century said some of us think holding on makes us strong but sometimes it is letting go so now we we know exactly what to let go of but what should we let in i'm a huge fan of the kiss method which is keeping it short and simple <laughs> that's why i propose three things for you the acceptance appreciation and curiosity acceptance it's not being passive acceptance is saying okay i'm ready to live in the truth i'm ready to face it i'm ready to step outside the denial acceptance will definitely let you let go of perfectionism self doubt because with acceptance there is no room for perfectionism or self doubt or the need to please other people by accepting yourself and your situation you say okay i know i'm in charge i know that i'm enough i know that my life is the outcome of my decisions and i know that i can set the new direction of my road of my journey this mixture of acceptance and appreciation lets you acknowledge your situation lets you identify remind yourself how amazing you are how unique what you've been through and what you what you've achieved it will also let you prepare the strategy for coping with different things especially the challenges that were given by life it will help you to accept the unexpected changes that were introduced it will help you to say okay i i can see that what i'm missing is this skill or that skill or if i improve um my ability of time arrangement for example i'm going to boost my life i'm going to i'm going to be more fulfilled i'm going to be uh, capable of achieving what i really care about and the last but not least is curiosity curiosity lets you be a dreamer and lets you pursue your dreams it lets you to take lessons and see things that instead of failures it lets you to see things as lessons what else can i learn about myself what else can i learn from others 
there's no scope for comparison. There's a scope for inspiration. Okay, enough of theory. Let's move on to practice. I'm recommending you to take part in this exercise. That can be a great tool in case any of the blockers that we've mentioned before get you. Let's choose one for the time being, but you can do it with the rest too. There is also another thing that's worth mentioning. The more you know yourself, the easier it will be for you to keep on the right track of your development, of your fulfillment. What values are most important for you? I'm gonna throw just a few for your consideration. What matters to you? Is it accountability, adventurousness, ambition, assertiveness, fairness, maybe experiment, practicality, reliability, security, serenity, or maybe it's health, or unity, or or vitality. There is much, much more to add, but think about your values before you proceed to the, the exercise, the tool that I have for you. Welcome to the movie edit. I want you to now choose the burden that you have on you that stops you from pursuing your dreams. It may be the need of pleasing people, the comparison, or maybe toxic relationship you're in, or self-doubt, or controlling trying to control things that are simply outside your control. I want to take the movie. Look for it in your past. What movie is being played when you experience the burden, the limitations that you mentioned, that you chose to work on. If you, for example, experiencing self-doubt, you may think about the scenario where you do not move forward because you're scared of the failure. You do not start the project that you love, that you, that you're with, with your whole heart, because maybe you failed in the past, or maybe 
because you have this fear of failure now take this movie and see it what kind of things you're telling yourself what do you see yes you can have a look how the failure would look like what are you feeling when the scenario is not going to be what you are hoping for maybe you will not be fully pleased but wouldn't you get another lesson thanks to which you know more about yourself you're one step closer to you now I want you to stop this movie and change the scenario change the script you are now succeeding in the endeavor that you were scared to to undertake you are moving on with your project and it gives you all kind of abundance it gives you fulfillment it makes you wake up in the morning and do your job with a smile and passion how does that feel? was it worth it? every time this movie where that the fear is serving you consciously put into your mind the pictures that you created just now every time you catch yourself writing this negative script consciously stop yourself and go back to this vis visualization of the things you are achieving and experiencing after you leave your comfort zone after you let the fear just guide you through what another challenges you can put ahead take another moment if you need you may pause this episode now and finish your visualization and keep one picture 
one picture as your anchor that you will go back to anytime the fear or the self-doubt will creep in. I hope you enjoy this episode and that you will find it helpful. If you do, you may consider sharing this episode and this podcast with those who you care about, your friends, your family, so they can thrive in life too. But before I say goodbye for now, I want to tell you that, uh, as I promised, I will be sharing knowledge from different sources. We will be looking at personal development on in a very wide way. So I have a huge pleasure to soon invite you to the episode, the 10th episode, which will be, uh, which will be quite special because I have a surprise for you. Thank you. Thanks for being here.